What's up? Welcome to the Part-Time Rockstar Podcast, episode 41, today featuring Ben DeHaan, formerly of the band American Diary. The episode also features our respective significant others, namely my fiance Andrea, as well as Ben's girlfriend, Lauren. Uh, we had a fun, festive, in-person chat the other night. Uh, anyway, Ben has been releasing some new music under his own name now for a couple years. Uh, in particular, my favorite song of his is called Days Go By, so I featured that on this episode, and we talked about it a little bit in our conversation. I think Ben has a real nice forward-driving pop sound to his songs, and uh, Lauren compliments him well on cello. Uh, his music has been compared to The Dangerous Summer, The 1975, Third Eye Blind, and I'd maybe say some Blink-182, possibly as well. Anyway, thanks for listening. I hope this episode finds you well this holiday season, and everybody's out there staying safe, staying sane, and all that. As always, if you're in a band, and uh, you're listening right now, and possibly releasing new music, feel free to hit me up. We might be able to do an episode for you. Other than that, uh, thanks again to Ben and Lauren and Andrea for coming on and hanging out. And without further ado, episode 41 with Ben DeHaan. Rockstar podcast will be probably episode 41, I think. So, uh, thanks for having us. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Um, obviously, my name is Brett. It's Andrea. Hello. Um, for people listening with Ben DeHaan, and uh, it was Laura. Lauren. Damn. So close. <laughs> also, you, you gotta like start this over because you made it seem like I'm part of them. <laughs> That's true. You said well, this you, is Andrea. You, you <laughs> I didn't get that I, You've been a previous guest before for our hardcore listeners. No, I don't think we have any hardcore listeners. But Maybe. You never know. never know. Yeah. Could have some stalkers. You were on the most controversial episode we've had <laughs> to date. Yeah, it was like one of the, like I thought, kind of nicer, cleaner interviews. Like, no cursing. Like, nothing crazy. We didn't even go down like some conspiracy rabbit hole we just kind of talked about his music and something yeah. related to guns was was the controversial that's like the weird thing about dating like yeah. these days and like i mean like we when we met i mean we met through well, Hinge, yeah, we met through like Hinge. a and couple he, years ago our first and, like, date he was like so i assume you I expected me, and i was like no okay, everybody <laughs> yeah like i had like a for a year been just yeah going on different <laughs> dates but like so i got like the spectrum of like like people yeah. like doing all the research and i was like how do you have this much time uh but yeah. then i met you and yeah she didn't well i wouldn't do want that. to know like i don't know i wouldn't want to Not like that say bad something that i but, shouldn't like, already know about him or like i don't well, know want to find that out like being a big famous rock star right like <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know something. I mean, he so did, I can he did send me some songs before yeah. we met, so... Yeah. 
Oh, I had to hook it. Oh, yeah. I mean, of course. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> yeah, so also what I'll do for this episode is I'll put in, like, a nice little um, intro mm-hmm. to kind of introduce people to. So. Cool. And feature one of your songs. Uh, personally, uh, I really dig the song with psilocybin in the lyric. Fuck yeah. That's our favorite, too. Not only is it a great song, but that might be the first time someone's mentioned that lyrically that I've at least heard personally, so... I'm a big proponent uh, of uh, like psychedelic medicine. Actually, like yeah. I microdose because it's legal in Oakland now. So like, yeah. and they're they're so professional. Their shit is just so fucking like on point. Yeah, but I'm a big uh, proponent of it. You know, as far as like mental health goes, yes. in a sense yeah. of um, you know, however you want to personally address your mental health, like yeah. clear the hard drive. Yeah, I mean, there's different ways to go about it. It's just all there is to it. I mean, you could go to the standard Western route of the SSRIs. It never uh, worked for me. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> What's interesting, like, the first time... Well, that song actually is about the first time we did Mushrooms. and Yeah, um, in Corvallis. Yeah, yeah, but I didn't feel it because I was on an SSRI. Interesting. So, so like, why didn't... It blocked it, apparently. <laughs> I didn't know that was, like, a thing. But, like, yeah, so... I didn't feel a thing, and like everybody around me, and I was like, "What is happening to me?" (laughs) (laughs) I just get really happy. There's just a time and place, you know. Yeah. As long as you like have some intention about it, and you're not just trying to go off the deep end willy nilly. Yeah. Yeah. She had a crazy experience the last time. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm jealous about it. Like. Yeah. I think one of the coolest stories I heard on Joe Rogan um, was there's a guy named Paul Stamets mm-hmm. who like is a mycologist, so he's like studies mushrooms and whatnot. Okay. And um, what's interesting about him is he had Tourette's really bad uh, as a kid, and around like I don't know, thirteen years old maybe, um, he was you know studying mushrooms with his little encyclopedia or whatever, and of course he was interested in the psychedelic ones too. Finally, just took some. And he took too much, obviously, not knowing. And then uh, it cured his Tourette's. Did he actually have Tourette's or just a stutter? That's what uh, I'm saying. Yeah, oh, he just had a stutter. Yeah, sorry. Not Tourette's. Just Even a stutter, fun. though. Like, that's pretty... Yeah. similar that's neurologically, yeah, I would say. Yeah. It's like a tick. And so he said after that, it, it was cured, and he talks normal, and... Nobody, you know, kids stop making fun of them, and like, dude, it was crazy. And yeah. a lot of like, I had friends growing up that had a stutter, and it was so much of it was mental. Just like they had a mental block that people they were anxious, like people were going to make fun of them. So maybe there was something where like, I think he the whole stopped spectrum of you know anxiety yeah. and mm-hmm. everything. It's all tied together, obviously. And there's neurons talking to different neurons and. Like you said, if you rewire something, it, it can fix it. Yeah. Um, I think I had like such a positive experience my first time that I did mushrooms. Like she said, it was in that song because like I've been through like so much shit in my life prior to that. Like I didn't yeah. do them young. Mm-hmm. I was probably I don't know thirty one. So like I was just really happy and then like I was like yeah, well, yeah. give me give me more <laughs> well, yeah, I had like I was walking around with like a, a jacket full of fucking mu- like literal <laughs> mushrooms <laughs> just like 
And like, all right, so like we're in Corvallis, like Oregon. So, so like I picture tiny, the Goonies, like Astoria. Like, it's actually close to Astoria. That sounds by, like really fun. Like really Dude, fun it place. was fucking. But in and like, I don't know. It was with uh, my my old band. Or actually, I'm still in American Diary. Mm. Um, but because that's where Brandon and Reader were. I don't know. Are, are you familiar with us from back in the day? Like, did you so, yeah. were you around? Um, no, I, Baltimore I feet. only really just, I don't even remember. Did I message you or did you message me? Cause I, I, I think I reached out because, um, um like I, 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 I said, I appreciate what you're doing for like the local scene and you know, how yeah, can I, I get mean, involved? I'll be honest. Sometimes I just invite people sight unseen and I definitely checked out, uh, your current stuff, but I really had no idea about the other stuff and dig deep enough. Maybe. No, uh, no, 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 totally. I mean, most people would, most people well, know me from that, yeah. from American Diary, but, mm. any, I mean, anyways, I was, like, out with those guys, and, like, uh, <laughs> Brandon, this is the first time I did Mushrooms, and, like, Brandon had the idea, like, they, we, I don't, for whatever, like, we were going to uh, his girlfriend. Like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, this is fucking... Like, it was fun. It was just like... That'd be a weird place. Right. So. I, I thought was I was in line for the bathroom. Like, yeah. And then yeah, somebody was like, like, okay, you're up next. And I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> but the scene out there is so fucking dope. Like, yeah. we went the next night to the same bar. And, like, I don't know. It's, it's just so, like... Seattle like grunge it's just like yeah. so yeah. engraved in that like whole culture mm-hmm. like I don't know I mean just like the the that west coast punk like yeah. no, the northwest punk mm-hmm. which is interesting because it's different from the the southwest punk like yeah. like ocean beach like surf punk area like which I, like, I find fascinating. I, know, I like Fiddler a lot because they almost sound like they could be from the East Coast. They're like a really crusty, right. like California punk band. Yeah, but they just don't like sound like it as much, even though you could still hear like some of the surf vibes in there. Everybody think Three Elevens from yeah. you know, SoCal, but they're they're in the middle of the. Oh, like, no, you're not talking about Three Elevens. <laughs> <laughs> she's a, that's she, like my band. <laughs> she's a Three Eleven. <laughs> I like 311. No, I know. I just think it's funny you brought them up, not me. (laughs) Um, If you haven't listened to it, there's a really good podcast from uh, around here, and the guy from 311 was on it. Oh, really? Like the Nick, like the lead singer? Yeah, he was on it. Um, It's Howie Spangler's podcast, who is the singer of Ballyhoo. Oh, right on. um, Yeah. God, I've known, like, those guys forever. Like, they've been a band for fucking... 25 years or something. It's insane. Like, my literal first HF Festival when I was, like, 12. Yeah. They are playing the locals (laughs) early stage. And then I was like... I don't know. Like, when we started playing record again and stuff, and, like, I was like, y'all are still a fucking... You're a band. And, like, bigger. And, like, I mean, like, they're just doing it, man. They're crushing it online doing it uh, like i started that podcast or this podcast because of that that's just awesome to him he was like just do it you meet people i didn't know he had and, a podcast uh, yeah i think it's called tales from the green room after that so uh and yeah uh nick from 311 was on there it's a really yeah. good episode that's cool i'll check it out yeah because they they toured with 311 right yeah. for or at least yeah. well, they nick, went on tour nick's from greenbelt too he lived in greenbelt for a while what yeah, yeah. Wow. Wow. yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's not from there, but like for a yeah. good, good chunk of his like. It says tales from. Tales from the green room. The green room. Yeah, I kind of started this during the quarantine, especially during like the heavy days yeah. of the uh, of the lockdown and all that. 
and uh, it's been fun, man. Like, I don't know, I've met all sorts of people now. It's good I mean, that you took that response because like, I feel like people took one of two. Like, people either, like, went off the deep end and, like, just, like, I mean, and I, well, like, I was, I'm definitely, like, I, I mean, like, I, I definitely, like, it was, it's been, like, really hard for me, but, like, well, it's been hard, but, but like, I, I also, like, dove into writing. Yeah, you, like, like, hunkered down, like. Like, you could either, like, you could say, and you did, like, a podcast, yeah. like, you dove into that. I also put out an EP, too, so. Hey, was that, was that what too. we were listening to? Like, the yeah, Spencer Kid? Dude, I love uh, that shit. Yeah, that was oh. good. It's really, really good. Like yeah. It's doing better than anything I've ever put out online. You're so, singing um, for it, right? Yeah. 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 So, awesome. It's good. Like, yeah. legit, like, yeah, I, I listened good. to it last night. I was like, I, well, like, I heard on, on your mm-hmm. podcast, I mean, like, that I, I didn't know you were in a band, you said, um. Somebody was drumming on your stuff, and so I pulled it up on Spotify, and I was like, "And this is like, you know, you're like, you don't expect things to be good." Yeah, no, especially. (laughs) You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was like, "This is actually because like," Mm -hmm. and I was like, "It's," and I thought of you, and I was like, "She would like it a lot too." Thanks. Yeah, I mean, I think your stuff's really good too. It's polished, and one of the things that I'm trying to do. more broadly and kind of in the future with this is build like a legitimate playlist I think uh, I'm going to call it the uh, part time Rockstar alumni or something <laughs> yeah Spotify. that's awesome and I already have it done I just it's one of those things on my checklist I gotta do I definitely thinking once I get to like 50 episodes um, then I'll have everybody on there and then it'll continuously be added to and anybody who comes on the podcast can definitely come back on you know what I mean yeah, I added you um, to um, like my um, my Baltimore um, roots. roots podcast. Okay, sweet. Yeah, or not podcast, uh, playlist. Yeah, because right on like there. Baltimore, I was like, I, I don't need, I didn't even know yeah, you I mean, guys. You guys are and you're you're good. Like so, it's got. I mean, it's yeah. not like anything crazy, but like it's got. No, it's it's like got nineties like rock or whatever. Like, I love. I this. don't even his playlist. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's got, yeah, but. Um, do you record yourself or did you? Um, uh, no, uh, I mean I, I record like demos, you know, with GarageBand or whatever. But I have a guy uh, who I'm friends with who has an amazing studio. I can show you some pictures of it, and if you want to work with him down the road, I could. What's his name? His name's Felix Nieto. Um, yeah. He played in a band called Crashing Atlas. Incidentally, was the last episode, but um, no, I mean he's got it's crazy. It's like in the woods. And his uh, family is like yeah. compound, and like it looks like you wouldn't expect. And then you get inside, you're like, did we just like walk into Nashville or <laughs> something? Really? Yeah, that is so here. cool. That's so cool. Um, yeah, definitely. I like so, this sound, like, cause like I, I mean, like he captured like. <clears throat> he's really good. What yeah. we we even called it uh, like a gritty polish. Yeah. yeah. Which I like, like I love, like I mean, like Pinkerton, yeah. like. I don't know. It's like that, like punk slash polish. Which yeah, I know. I mean, I really like just like that type of music. It's like simple stories about people's actual life. I yeah, you know, yeah. relatable. Like, yeah, it is relatable. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I like doing that as far as writing goes. But, um, I mean, really, I'm here to ask kind of like your inspiration for <laughs> for, <laughs> for sure. writing and stuff like yeah. that too. Because mm-hmm. I mean, I think, like you said, um, or like I said. Sounds good. Sounds radio ready. You know, I was listening to at least the new stuff and possibly some of the old, but it's catchy, it's poppy, 
if you ever met, I have one friend in particular who I think your music sounds similar to, uh, Luke. Um, if Luke, I have a buddy who's not really released too much of his music. <laughs> That's a different story. But it's very poppy, very upbeat. It's intimidating um, at first. It really is. Because yeah. I didn't for I didn't forever, man. I have hundreds of songs. Yeah. And I really got over that hurdle recently. But but your friend uh, Luke. Yeah, I don't know. Your music reminds me a little bit of his. Although, like I said, he's not quite out there yet. Um, but where I'm going with it is, it's good. You know, it's good to drive to. It's good to like. Yeah, Thank you. it uh, has a light feel, but then there's still personalized lyrics and stories in it. And one of my little soapboxes that I like talking about is lyrics in particular, because yes, I think without them, like it's just I don't know. That's one of the first things. That, I mean, I learned definitely like as a I don't know when we were younger and like like the the punk days and like how important like your your actual lyrical content is and like just being <clears throat> genuine with it and not like there was a point in our career like when I was like as American Diary when I was probably like 20 or whatever where we were like writing to fit like a certain mold and like anytime like a band does that you can like feel it you can feel it mm-hmm. you can hear it like it's weird um, it starts yeah. to become a little cliche or whatever so. it's like well, it's what Radiohead did with like Kid A like they they didn't do that right like they did what they felt like needed to happen next with music for them and yeah. because of that like I'm not the I'm admittedly not the biggest Radiohead fan like I don't know like all their songs and stuff but like I can appreciate like Mm-hmm. what they did like musically writing wise well what I think what's cool with you is just in the short time I mean because we we've only been dating for what a year and a half now and we've probably only been playing together for maybe a year and it's just cool to see how your process for writing lyrics has changed and see how like it, the growth of it like you can see just in a year how much it's it, it's gone and changed and, and you go deeper in things and add it's cool to me because he is very personal when he writes, so it's cool to pinpoint, like, oh, I know what that, that line is about, you know? Well, it means, I think, it's interesting that you say that because, like, it's actually really not anything special as you probably know. Like, I remember, I mean, it's really, have you read The War of Art, like, Stephen Pressfield? I'll add it to my list for sure. Okay. So it's not already on your list? I don't know. I'm, I'm big on uh, book recommendations, though. It's Almost a good one. Every me too. He, he recommended it to me. I read it in a day. So. It was, it's a, it's a quick, a very, like, it's a very impactful read. And it's all just about the process. And, like, mm-hmm. so, like, I I took that and I listened to <clears throat> um, the guy from Semisonic. Oh, that, yeah. On Song about. Exploder. Did yeah. you listen to his Song yeah. Exploder? It's yeah, so it, good, that right? That was a great episode. God, yeah. it's so yeah. good how it ties in <laughs> yeah. with, like, this yeah. kid. And like everything, like, oh, it's just wild. Um, but we gonna bring up Song Exploder just a second ago. So. They just they just started doing a Netflix yeah. thing. Wait, no, really? yeah, it's yeah. on Netflix now. Yeah. Oh, that's They've exciting. got two seasons. I know what it's we're doing. Eight episodes. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Yeah. I just watched it last night. I was gonna while you were talking. I was next thing I was gonna say is uh, there was um, the guy from Nine Inch Nails, Trent um, Reznor. Yeah, Trent Reznor uh, had an episode. Uh, a week ago and like um, 
he was talking basically about the same thing I was, which is like lyrics in the fact that like for him, at least, you know, and I agree with this, like there wouldn't be a song if there weren't lyrics. Like like to me it's the lyric is the reason for the song. And I know that there's plenty of people who are the reverse of that and like to write music out more and let that drive the ship. But for me it's always been lyric first that's what we um, connect with like you and I and, like, and I mean like I, I like totally yeah I mean but like also the vibe of course yeah. like but like yeah, everything's important but yeah. like the but, lyrics are what like says like oh I can like that's like the impetus well, to do it the mm-hmm. lyrics is what because I think I might be slightly opposite like yeah. I first like resonate with the music and then but like what makes me fall in love with the song is the lyrics mm-hmm. so which yeah. is saying what you're saying but and it's definitely different as a listener versus like a writer too as far as like what you like and what drop what um makes you gravitate towards something but i don't know there's no right or wrong way to do it i just i i I definitely go that direction yeah as far as you get a lyrical yeah i i have no interest in writing a song most of the time that has like no lyrics or i might write a riff or something you know, with independence of lyrics, but really it's like, I wait until I'm like, all right, I have a point to make here, or a story to tell, and then it's like, all right, it's time to write something, you know, like, you'll enjoy that read then, uh, because like, what I was, where I was going with like, what I was saying is like, it took that process of like, like I was sick of, and at this point in the episode, the conversation gets derailed when a cat walks into the room. We have a cat and a dog. We just got a new puppy also. It's been like, I told, I sent you a text about it. But uh, our cat is like so... Yeah, she's not ha- I've been trying to be extra loving to the cat. Yeah. <laughs> she is. You're not, she's you're not being like favorite. She's not like... <laughs> she is hiding. <laughs> My mom just got a new puppy too. And the despite the cats having grown up with dogs their entire life, they're just... I think they're thrown off by the fact that the puppy looks like a smaller version of every dog they've had mm. before because it's the so same breed, is. but they're like... What type of dog? It's a German short-haired pointer. Oh, and okay. All right. she is... The puppy is, like, cat-sized. So they're like, we're used to be... To, right. like, seeing, like, 80-pound <laughs> versions of you. Why are you our size? So they're just not having it. But oh. <laughs> I think once she gets bigger, they'll be okay with it. That's what I think, yeah. like We got a uh, great pair of knees. Oh, my gosh. But she's going to get real big. She, yeah, but she's tiny <laughs> yeah. now. But she's... I think it's just her energy. Like, the cat's just like, I don't know what you're doing, man. Right. <laughs> but... Messing up my life. Because, like, she's just like... Yeah. She's gonna get yeah. real big. No, I make sure I actually have been like giving her a lot more attention. <laughs> she's actually like a really cool cat. She's a Norwegian forest cat. Oh my gosh, I love that. That's them. awesome. You know about them? I do. Thank you. Because I like do. I actually like it's I had so to dig. It, it took me months. She's like <laughs> she's an American medium hair and I was like, nah, I was this cat like, I've never know. seen she's anything like generic. it. And like Yeah, she, they're super cool cats. She is really smart and like they they have these quirks that like did you know they're the official cat of Norway? Yeah. I, didn't I didn't know, know they were the official cat of Norway, <laughs> but I do know that like in northern now? states, people are just like obsessed with them, um, just like a, yeah, they almost went extinct mm-hmm. like in the seventies, and like I don't know, I like I was like this cat is way too weird, like it chirps, <laughs> it chirps, it doesn't yeah. meow, 
she was like, that, my vet told me it's because it has underdeveloped vocal cords. And I was like, something is not right here. Like, like her, her fur beads off water. Like, yeah. she can go out in the snow. Yeah, they swim. They like being outside. She is really cool. And, like, the, she she's, like, not all up in, like, your stuff. But, like, she does like to be, she's yeah, very loyal. Yeah, she's not like a lab cat, but she needs to be yeah. around you. Yeah, like it's- yeah, I can't, yeah. I'm actually kind of proud about that that I figured out because I was like, "What the hell is she?" And like, I don't know. I'm actually really surprised that she actually came over here because she doesn't like to be touched or like people. Probably knows your cat people. Yeah. Probably like smells it. Do you have a? Is it uh, like a? um, Not my. Not a bangle. uh, What's the? It's no maybe bangle. Not bangle. Serval, Savannah, and then the mm-hmm. smaller one of that. I think I know. What Maybe you're Bangle. My about. my sister has one, know, but it I it looked like a big, bigger cat. Like yeah, she's not, just like little, taller. Like, she's a little cat from Glen Burnie. Huh. I adopted her from PetSmart. Uh, probably the funniest story uh, was last summer she escaped. So, so the the context is these two Skyler never out. go outside. Yeah, like you could cats. leave the door open. When they were little, they got out when it was raining and like decided I don't want to ever go outside. Mm-hmm. So the first time I I normally they're she's ten years old. I leave the doors open. They never run away. And this one particular time, she went upstairs. And oh, then man. I guess oh, when we came back, we just closed the door. Right. So I woke up the next morning and she was not in the house. She came back though. Well, yeah. So it's kind of a long story. I'll tell it as short as I can. Basically, like uh, she got out, realized she got out, and we brought over uh, the German hunting dog that uh, her mom German has. German short-haired pointer, the old. So what I did was, you know, I took, I took the dog and I was like, all right, smell something in the cats. And then I was like, let's go. That's so <laughs> legit, really. Uh, so we ran, we ran out the door, and. Uh, you know, got the scent, got the trail, and, you know, I was pretty sure this is the trail because the dog was, like, right on it. And then it ended somewhere on the other side of the building. So then I Which went to... Which scared the crap out of me because the highway's over yeah. there. Right. Oh, no. But anyway... It's I, the worst spot. I yeah. went, then I went to the store and got a bunch of cat food, like, good cat food, and, like, sprinkled it along the trail, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I went hardcore with this. <laughs> so... And, did you get the head flashlight? <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I was all, all about it. I was yeah. all over it. And uh, so I was like, all right, if Kat doesn't come back for this, like, I don't know. Like, yeah. she's not coming back, unfortunately. Oh. But anyway, you know, next night later, w- waiting for the cat. <laughs> and um, sure enough, it was like one of those Hallmark moments where, uh, you know, like out of the corner of my eye, like, I see her. I'm like, everybody, be quiet. I'm like, Andrew. <laughs> You have to go to her. <laughs> it's your cat. <laughs> so like she comes all like I don't know. I was I nice was moment. like I Dude, was losing wild. my that's mind because story. she had never like, been outside. Yeah. All of these buildings look exactly right. the same. Oh, God. And like it it was starting to rain. Thankfully it was the summer, so like it wasn't warm, but I mean we have foxes out here yeah. and all oh, sorts yeah. of stuff. Mm-hmm. And she's terrified of people. 
So that's why I said it's really weird that she's out here, but I call it her spirit quest because when she came back, (laughs) she was like afraid to go by the windows for like two weeks, but she loves people now. Like she'll actually come Uh, out and socialize. Interesting. So I think she realized people weren't so awful after all. Or that she could survive on her own. Because like I have this thing that like I think that like. I mean, get, like I like to call her dumb because it's endearing, but like she's actually really <laughs> she's smart. smart. <laughs> but I'm like stupid. But like, I think that she and probably I mean, a lot of cats, even domestic cats, would find a way to survive. Like if they could outside. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't I think, think so. I think like um, I love dogs as well. Um, I don't think that they would fare the same because, like, depending on the breed, mm-hmm. but like, yeah. it also like, just in general, probably not because, like, I don't know why. I guess it's just like it, it, it's like it, it seems almost more of a unnatural territory for well, domestic dogs. On the pack, yeah. yeah. Dogs are relying on the pack. Yeah. I mean, just you know, and I mean wolves. You know, wolf pack, you know, one man yeah. wolf pack. So, but, um, yeah, no, I didn't mean to like go off on a tangent about <laughs> cat tangent. Uh, what I was trying to say about like uh, that book in that song exploder is so yeah. I did that, I did his, um, uh, like he said he wrote uh, closing, closing time in, in that like couple month period where he did yeah. a song a day, right? And so it was like interesting. I'm gonna take you know. What I've learned from uh, War of Art and that, which is all just about like showing up, like same time, same day, like you know, treating it as a job, as a practice, or a just complete or the song. It doesn't yeah. have to be the best thing in the world. Just complete it. And I did that for th- like three months straight, and I was like, oh, whoa! Like it's like you you exercise these muscles because you you force yourself to finish. Yeah, and like it's. It was, um, I just have way too much material now. That's <laughs> like, awesome. I, it's not a bad place to be in. I, uh, I don't know, everybody's different. Like, I didn't play music for a good, I don't know, three or four or five years because I was, like, doing my job and dude, working on that. Same. And, uh, all of a sudden, like, one day I went to go see a, a movie and, like... What movie? Um, it's called A Bigger Splash. Uh, it's an indie movie I can show you. Okay. Probably. But it's about a, a chick who was famous but blew out her vocal cords and she goes to the Mediterranean to like heal, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But anyway, it triggered like something deep in me when I was watching this thing. I was like, all right, I'm coming out of here, I'm starting a band. And then, like, within Fuck it. six months, I had like met all these different people, not only bandmates who wanted to play and like record an album, but like people who would help me re- actually record it. And, uh, like, the songs just went boom, boom, boom. Like, Are you guys you not to, from Baltimore? I'm from here, yeah. Or, I'm you, from here. This is her place. Uh, she's the one with the deed. Um, <laughs> she came out here after seeing that movie. But anyway, yeah. And, like, I was like, all right, um, I'm playing music again, and I need to write a few songs. But that turned into an That's album crazy. that just, yeah, I didn't even have to try. And they were all different enough to me because I... I don't know. I was trying to write a song within a different genre every time. I mean, always under the umbrella of rock. Right. But, um, 
But it was like super, super easy, and it felt like I just hadn't done it in a while, so it just needed to come out. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so, and that's the best time when it, yeah. I mean, like, I have, like, such a, a similar experience mm-hmm. to that. Yep. Uh, like, what did you do? I mean, not that, actually, it's not really important. Um, it can be. But, <laughs> I don't know, like, I kind of want to. I can decide if it's important. <laughs> true that, true that, true that. Yeah, no, what did you do before, before, or how long has it been since, like, because, like, I basically have, you know, very... Similar story to yours, so, uh... Well, I mean, I was never serious about music in the sense that I just played cover bands and whatnot, but, um... They make more like, money than, like... Oh, yeah, and it's fun. Than I, and yeah. you're good at stuff. Like, I, um, I love playing bars and, like, uh, yeah. Um, it's great. But I don't know, I, you know, I got a job that's kind of, like, a serious thing. Oh, that's right, yeah. Obviously, mm-hmm. it, like, required a lot of, you know, focus and attention and all that stuff to kind of get situated and get comfortable with that environment, I guess, if you want to call it that. So anything else kind of took a backseat for a while, but then, you know, after a few years go by, get a little comfortable with the situation, with the job and whatever, and you're like, all right, back to what I set out to do in the first place here, which is actually kind of do what I like doing, which is music It's always been there in some way. Yeah. Um, I like to think, you know, this whole part-time rock star thing or whatever, having a job, it facilitates being able to do what you want to do because if you don't have money, let's face it, like, you can't play music anyway. Right. No. No, dude. Like, Like, that's why, like, so many, like, musicians now are, like, hip to that mm -hmm. because, like, more than, I mean, like, dude, I mean, like, it's it's hard to make money with music, but, like, you just have to... I'm not actually a, I like I I mean like I put time into like learning certain things like after you know American Diary and like yeah um which I am excited to check out now now that I know it was a well yeah that's part thing, of my story so. yeah <laughs> well yeah I mean my story goes like I mean it's not even like I I mean it would have been better if I was like a like some type of like yeah thing like where I could like, like walk, walk around but I was actually in like sales and like uh god I know you're like just your tone was just like uh, sales. dude or like no nah, yeah and, like PTSD yeah. Yeah. <laughs> god dude it is such a weird world out there <laughs> it's like inside I mean I'm it, sure it's, it's not but, like I like yeah. the you know I mean I don't know it's just yeah. I don't like I didn't like being like indoors all the time and like yeah. sitting at a desk like I had friends everywhere I worked and stuff and like I enjoyed like the actually in a weird way like the leader leaderboards and stuff but like I don't know man I it's just like I, I, I had this like sinking feeling like yeah about like cause like I would look at my guitar it, like it actually came to a point where you know I've been playing music for uh 22 years and like, I went like a significant like, yeah, three years or something like, without even. I probably picked up my guitar, but like not really even doing it's shit. Like you say that because I remember having that same sad feeling when for a while I just look at my guitar and I'm like, I used to play you every day, and now I barely look at you. <laughs> right. Like, right. I was like, this is sad. <laughs> I don't know what happened. And, and, like, yeah, I had this guilt, like, like this, like, it, yeah. I don't know, like, just always present guilt, like, in yeah. the back of my head, and, like, 
Well, you weren't doing There's, what you were meant to be doing. Well, no, it was it, it was that because like it's it's totally fine to like work and no, play music course, at the same time. Like, There's nothing not, wrong with that, but like it's the passion. Right, it's like you finding you know, it's just you know some work is all consuming, and that's what like I was a regional manager um, of a staffing company, and basically like I mean American Diary was. You know, getting back together to do a recording with Matt Squire. Um, last September. September yeah. And they gave us, uh, like, or they gave me, like, an ultimatum yeah. to choose. And I was like, money or life or fuck it. Yeah. Like, I, I've been doing this for a while. Like, I had saved up a little nest egg. And I was just like, uh, I'd rather be on my deathbed and just say that. You know, I wasn't. I didn't like bitch out or whatever. Like, like I, I went for it, right? Like, I mean, like in that, in that, it was the same thing with this last recording. And like, it's kind of like what I've lived by recently is like, people don't really regret what they did at the end of their life. They regret what they didn't do. Didn't do. Yeah, uh, I used to say the same thing. I was like, I'm not gonna be that old fart in the bar, bar stool talking about all the things I didn't do. <laughs> Yeah, and being negative <laughs> like, and like telling exactly. other people not to go exactly. for it. You, know? you will be the old. I mean, I'll still be. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. Something, but it won't be because I didn't try to play like music. <laughs> so, or whatever form that takes. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I mean, it just didn't feel right. In yeah, no, I, I, I fully get it for sure. So. Um, and you got the street cred, man. You got the experience. You got the uh, the stories behind you now, where put together some songs and there's actually some weight some gravity behind the words so i would think it's the years yeah for sure i mean anybody like you know like in their 30s you'd hope like you had some 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 stories some pain some growth i didn't play uh the song days uh days go by for andrea yet but uh that one you know i think that one really stands out to me it's just i don't know i heard it once and i was like I want to listen to that again. Thanks, man. And like, you know, it's because it all, it's all there. It's, the lyrics are there, the story's there, but then there's also like, yeah, some catchy, catchiness to it. And the, that song, but yeah, yeah, uh, I appreciate it. It just feels real. You know, when you hear someone, it just feels authentic. It just, like, yeah. all right. That, it's very binary for me. It's like, yes. it's just good and then there's average. Or if you want to be really negative, you can say bad, but whatever. You know, there's just good and then there's not so good. And when something's good, it just it uh, it shines. I really you know? appreciate that. So. It's definitely my personal favorite as well. Yeah. Um, and it's the first time I remember, uh, like, I have flown a lot. Like in my life, I'm, I'm a dual citizen actually, because my mom's uh, German. She, my okay. dad met her over there in the awesome. military. Um, but. I we we were flying out to it's funny we yeah, we were it's flying out to Corvallis, Corvallis that yeah. morning when I came back from Waldorf and I and I got the bounce of the music that we did that day and I was like the first time I, I put my headphones on and listened to it like I heard everything like immediately yeah like that I heard like the the melody and like most of the lyrics and I was like oh shit like I, I had never had that feeling before like well he was afraid to fly I was afraid to fly for the it. first time because yeah. like I didn't want to die before I released that song oh yeah 
mean, not that it's that fucking good, but like, I don't well, know. For no, me, I mean, like, I understand like the fear of flying. I think is where I was gonna go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> for sure, dude. Oh well, my god, when we're going out to San Diego, phobia is, but you know, a lot of. I mean, uh, Ozzy won't I'm step just gonna on say we need to pause this because Santa Claus oh. is coming. No Santa's shit. Coming. If Santa's coming, then uh, we'll That's definitely, definitely Santa Claus. Give him that yes. amount of siren. So, yeah. we can take a quick roll. And at this point of the podcast, we took a break to watch Santa. We've gotten all yes. the stories we couldn't tell out of the way. But here's a story we can tell. I guess we just watched the like the 2008 inauguration speech or something. Uh, Why are you looking at me? I wasn't around. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, at the same thing gathered, to him, too. I like to look at you. Uh, okay. Sometimes. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. Um, and then we were writing, and we wanted, uh, like, I think we wanted, like, a amp energy drink or something. Like, it was kind of late. And then... Uh, we're smoking in the car and driving to the 7-Eleven, which is like two minutes from my parents' house where I lived at the time uh, when I was 20, um, 21. And we got pulled over and handcuffed and stuff. And then like, you guys are on a band like, like Green Day or something. What are you guys, what are you guys called? <laughs> And we told him our name, and he's like, "Oh my, my daughter's like a really big fan of you guys." That's awesome. And like, he's like, "Oh, we were gonna like book you guys tonight, but like, we'll let you off." Hell yeah! No shit. Like, um, no autograph, <laughs> but like, and like, I still got a ticket, but like, we didn't have to spend the night in jail, hey, which is crazy. That's, that's as good as any. Which is crazy, like how much the times have changed since two thousand eight. Which, and for the better, I think, you know? Yeah. Because, like, you could be put in fucking jail for just, like, I don't know, Anything smoking a fucking weed. bowl. Like, yeah. well, it's crazy nowadays. You walk around D.C. and people smoke joints in front of the cops, and the cops yeah. are just like, well, I don't care. I'll smoke it anywhere. Yeah. I don't yeah. care because, I, I mean, like, I have a card, too. My best friend grows in D.C. And it's exactly. just like, Okay. It's funny how times have changed. Yeah. So, Dude, yeah. Sam, the guy uh, that I just reported oh, yeah. with, I don't know um, if you're familiar. Do, do you guys know like the Dangerous Summer? Or uh, I know the band name, but I the story so them. far. Or I also I listen to them a little. I could probably like if I heard their. He did them. He he's done some metal stuff. If you're into that, I mean, like he's really really good at what he does. He's, Sam is he's great. like. Mm-hmm. I'd wanted to work with him for years. And I, and ben doesn't remember this story, but on our first date, he um, definitely told me he wanted to record with Sampira. And what? he, yeah, he, you really? never remember this. <laughs> like, I've told this story so many times. Oh, yeah. And it was such a random, like, fact to bring up on our first date that I was like, what? That's so weird. But so then, like, when COVID hit and you're like, I'm going to, re- I'm going to do it. I'm just going to record with Sampira. I was like, well, you've been talking about it for, like, a year and a half now. So, like, go for it. <laughs> But that's not it's something like, you can just do, like. Yeah, you, I feel like on the first date, it's kind of weird. Weird. He's like, <laughs> no, no, no. He's, he's like, so you know, we just met, but I'm gonna tell you one day. I'm gonna I think I, 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 I definitely instigated it. I was like, well, who do you want to record with? Like, what do you want to do? But like, that was definitely a name you brought up. So I think it's like super cool. It was important like, to him. I yeah, no, like that's why I think it's awesome. Like, that you've it wasn't like it. I'm. A, you know, buy, buy us a house or anything like that. It was, I'm a, I'm a 
Anyways, my point was like. Now you're making him embarrassed. Yeah, no, it was fun. Um, yeah, man, he's a he's a real deal. I can't wait to like release these these songs. No, these songs are cool. Yeah, so let's kind of talk about that. I mean, obviously, all the kids these days they're kind of releasing everything song by song as opposed to full album all at once. But um, you know, at least from my end, it can make it kind of difficult to know if someone's releasing a full album mm-hmm. or if yeah. they're uh, releasing just a single. So what's the current strategy here? What are you, how are you releasing this? <laughs> so I think, uh, I think that's... The, the reason why it's like that is because like we live in a content-driven culture and like you have to keep fans engaged all the time. If, you, yeah. if you're like... Mm-hmm on the up and coming and like you release everything at once like then like you just I mean that's first of all it's I, a lot of money I, I probably apologize as being a little condescending I'm doing oh no thing. not at all <laughs> not at all dude not at all and the reason he's hesitating is this is something like we've talked about too it's something like, I'm still like, thinking about and it's just, whether it should I think I'm actually like leaning towards um you know, I have all the songs in the world, but, like, Sam's yeah. whole thing, is, and it's correct. Like, I mean, you can get them with any producer um, and and just record something. I mean, you couldn't, like, I mean, if Sam didn't like you, definitely wouldn't work with you. And, yeah. like, you know, he gets hundreds of emails, like, a day. Like, But, like, um, what was I saying? Uh, you could go with... Anybody that's just gonna like, you know, strike your ego and basically say like, "Oh, that sounded good," and like, yeah. just like he well, just, just wants take, a paycheck, right? Money, you know? Yeah, exactly. And like, no, he fucking pushed me. I thought I was gonna get more songs done, mm-hmm. but like, he pushed me harder. And I've been doing this for, like I said, twenty two years. He pushed me harder than any producer I've ever worked with in my life. Like. That's awesome. And well, he redefines perfectionist, like for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, as long as you know the good kind of perfectionist. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because like I always thought something you, good. You were, yeah. And like I've been in studio sessions with you before, where you're like, "No, we're gonna do that again. We're gonna do that again." And like I've been like, "Well, that sounded good to me." And I thought you were a perfectionist. And then like observing him. Well, I appreciate it. And it's it. like, uh, no, I know that's what I'm saying. Because like, I'm tired you to, like, of lazy producers, like people being like, "Oh yeah, I guess I guess that's a good day." He was like, "No, again, yeah, again." Yeah. Again, it's very definitive. And so, my point with all this is that, like, um, we we got less songs done than I had expected, and so which was how many? Sorry, um, five. Five, but higher quality, I think too. Like, but but we also got the 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 train of like other songs that like we will Mm. work on together in the future. But so I actually think that. Um, I'm gonna go with a single release strategy on this one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, everybody is. And I gotta. If this, I mean, maybe it comes out. I, I, I'm gonna planning on sending out a response to the people that helped fund it, mm-hmm. that got the, like the vinyl. Yeah. And saying, uh, you have an option of like I'll refund it your mm-hmm. money. Or, you know, I'll send you a t-shirt and a poster, stickers. And, oh, that's awesome, and, man. Um, but, yeah. Um, I think that's definitely... I wish 
that I could have released a full album. But I like think every artist does in the purest sense. But it's but it's one also, thought piece, right? I mean, yeah, you also look at everything in the perspective or the lens of the times too, and yeah. and it's not that releasing one song at a time makes you somehow less of a whatever. No, you know? I don't think well, that. And like I've been reading, like the since fact that it was recorded like all at once. Yeah. it's like a, that snapshot exactly. of that moment in time. And I was actually going to ask you the uh, particular question. I don't know who you release music under. I thought that when I was going to release these singles that I'm doing now, I could put them back together as an album or an EP. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you can. I think that you can, but I haven't seen that option. Uh, oh, you, 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 you use uh, TuneCore or DistroKid? DistroKid. And before that, I used CD Baby. Did you did you do the forever option on DistroKid? Uh, I did not. Okay. Yeah, of course past, you can re-release it. Yeah. Why, why uh, wouldn't you? So you just re-release under the same code, ISRC code. It would be a different ISRC. Mm, so you lose the streams, as the kids say. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's a weird thing, there. right? But uh, really, like that's um from like I've also been doing like a lot of, you know. We were always DIY. Yeah. Not actually, that's not true. I mean, we signed a, a deal here and, and one in Japan. Not me and you, but like back in, in American Diary. Yeah. We did end up, you know, doing like the label thing and we got fucked. Um, Classic. Uh, yes. I mean, like to a T. Uh, yeah. Because they, I mean, I ended up leaving for a while and they, whatever. Um, but. So yeah, it was in, uh, yeah, we we started out DIY, and I, I mean, I've been, it's so funny, because like, I'm reading that book by Jesse Cannon, um, and it's just coming back to everything, I was like, there is a process to making something successful, and the way to do it is by doing it yourself, <laughs> like, oh, sure. like, by getting fans, because like, people want to work with you, because like, you have people that want to listen to your music and like yeah. you do work you do the work like um so part of that like a big part of that in 2020 is like keeping these keeping people engaged and like yeah. so like my strategy right now i feel has to be um doing the month to month yeah uh, it's least. funny like you mentioned the whole content thing and everyone loves using that word but like uh, at least someone I know, they uh, they send me the, their drone like their drone footage all the time, just for fun. And I'm like, I can use this for like backdrops for songs and stuff. It looks oh yeah, dope. That is like awesome. like drone footage. Yeah, yeah, dude. He just loves flying his drone. And he'll just send me these like footed landscapes and like the city and stuff. And I'm like. Feel free this to send, send me some yeah, <laughs> Like, I'm just, yeah, well, like, no, he, because, like, so I like, you like editing. Well, Lauren does, like, yeah, all of our videos, videos, videos and stuff. Cool. So that was kind of the direction I was going to steer this conversation a little. It was, like, how do you uh, fit into this uh, shindig here? Like, I don't know. I imagine. Me? Yeah. Oh, me? Lauren, okay. I mean, oh, God. Sorry. It was, uh, it was a, a pleasant accident. I don't know. I feel like I've just, like, shoved myself in wherever I can. <laughs> like, I, I, uh... I like, um, I don't know, like I played cello when I was in, in high school and college and I had put it away and I never thought I would touch it again. And I was never, I mean, I was good. I was never great. Like I had a string trio, we played in weddings and stuff, but like, 
um, I don't know, like I, I said, I never even told him when we first started. I think my mom was the one who told you I played cello. Like, I don't even think I told you. She dropped it off at your apartment. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, what's yeah. that? Because she kept hinting. She's like, she was like you play should play your cello. And I was like, yeah, I, I do this. <laughs> and, um, yeah, we started playing together. And it's a whole it's a whole other world. We started playing together six months into our relationship. And the first thing we played was... Uh, yes, you waited six months. Yeah, it's yeah. very uh, old school. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Uh, yeah, we played... Uh, what was it? Panic at I write scenes, not tragedies. That's all I got. It was like... I, I was trying to figure it out, actually, on her... On her... I, it's strange though because like I've never um, like I've always read music on it's the page a different so style the I've never learned and here he is being like we'll play this and I'm like well, I don't know what you mean sometimes I'm getting it I'm learning um, and she's come such like a long way like <laughs> yeah and like even Sam said, he you were the best cellist he's ever tried. But I think that's because I put my ego aside. Like the way strings work is like they're very like hoity-toity, and I was like I was scared to death yeah. going up there. So like I taped on my my fret. It's not a fretboard on, but like my, under your neck. Yeah, yeah. Your fr- um, you taped on I the taped the frets on my neck because I was like I don't want to play like off i want to be it's a recording yeah. and he and, applauded you for that right and he said that he had had a, a cellist who or i think it was a violist that said like we wouldn't do that or she, things like that yeah. like, she was just, playing the violin or a cello like a violin right. and he, and he was saying because i'm nervous <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah um like i said no reason to be nervous we can yeah the edits are here you but, say something dumb it goes um, away it vanishes but yeah so I don't know. We just started practicing together, and we try to play every night. And that he'll, he'll write the pieces. Like I, I mean, I think I kind of every once in a while throw in like maybe this note will sound good. But she wrote lyrics in the studio. Like I mean, like I don't know. I guess like just being around each other every day, and like you're you're a really fast learner. Yeah. Um. What's it you you guys were talking about like a the whole different dynamic to anything I've ever done? Yeah, and you guys were talking about like the the whole album versus the one song at a time. And I just started reading, and and I think that's why we started having the conversation. Is like I I, I don't know, like I just do the I do research and and you do too. Like you're great at that. I just like try to try to insert myself wherever I can and, and just so, so you're the you one who's like play the flat knife. <laughs> no, 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 nothing yeah, that specific. That's like, that is definitely him. Like this. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's me. But I do it, and I try to do it. Like a, you're, you're the one. Who, <laughs> no, I'm do it. Go ahead, say it. You're fine. <laughs> no, because like we talked, we touched on it when we first got here. Like we'll get into like oh, there's fights. right there's before, so right fights. before like we play, like we do like weekly streams and stuff, like yeah. We try to play Can't wait to like play mind. out again. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, no. I mean, like it'll be right before and like the, this last time what? you're like, I need you to be my boyfriend right now. And I'm like, I need a, you to be my bandmate. It's an interesting <laughs> dynamic because like yeah. there's the there's yeah. like the romantic partnership and then which Steaming there are fights uncle. and then you add in the music. It's funny. I like hearing about this because like for instance, I, I like Chris Stapleton in the country world. And him and his Cheers. wife are always singing together. Yeah. And I just, I, when they sing, they're looking at each other. In my mind, I'm just envisioning, she, you know, somebody's thinking, like, 
You didn't wash the dishes this week. <laughs> <laughs> well, she, oh, that's exactly like, what I, I mean, yeah, yeah. I, To be fair, she's usually up there like eight, nine months pregnant, like about yeah. to pop, and well, like lately, I'm sure she's got a lot of animosity. Lately, <laughs> especially, yeah. She's <laughs> Oh, it's funny. But that's can, for sure the right, you're thinking the right thing. Because yeah. I was, well, I was seeing Days Go By the other day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when days go by. I can tell the tone he sings. I'm like, oh, I know yeah. what you're thinking about. Yeah. <laughs> but it's also like, like when, when my, um, like there's this uh, song where I felt like, on the new stuff, where I felt like disconnected from you. That when I, because I was doing the song a day thing. And like. Oh, right. When oh, we were tracking the vocals story, for actually. it, like, it's not that interesting. I mean, it's just like, oh, wow. <laughs> well, I mean, like, you, I mean, she basically was crying the entire time. Well, and it was, this is what's interesting. We were tracking like, the vocals the, for that. And Sam, I think it's the producer, like, I'm crying. And, like, I think if you listen to the song. I think it's because, like, she, it made her, it brought her back to that place right. of, like, feeling yeah. like Well, if you that. listen, if you listen to the song, it, it kind of sounds like a love song. It, it does. Like, well, you it can is. interpret it that way. But, like, I, I kind of know where it was born from. And so, like, hearing it for the first time in this, like, kind of perfected state, it put me back there. And so, like, I just uncontrollably started crying. And I just remember Sam saying, like, oh, see, she, like, she loves it. Like, she's crying so much she loves it. And I was like... Yeah, we're gonna go with that. <laughs> it's bad, right? I mean, it's, no, it is. Oh my god, if it's sorry. good. I mean, it's, it's a, a great song that it, you can hope for. Yeah, very it much like my uh, favorite song on this new album, the chain. If you the, know, if you guys like Fleetwood Mac at all, or I mean, yeah, I don't know. Rumors is one of my favorite yeah. old school albums. Yeah. I mean, I, Houses of the Holy as well. I mean, yeah. I know we talked about uh, Zeppelin. So yeah, I mean, I guess one of the questions I was itching to ask was essentially, you know, are you a duo, live, or maybe a better way of asking this question is, in studio, how's the band go, and then when you play live, how's the band go, lineup-wise? So that is unfolding, and I can tell you where I see it going, and mm-hmm. where we're at currently, and where we I was starting out. So at first, it was just me. Uh, recording everything and then working with like uh, producers uh, like most of my stuff is done with Mike Bridget at the Monster House Studios down in, in Waldorf awesome out. yeah fucking I've been working with him for years he's one of the best guys in Maryland uh, to work with uh so you're definitely doing, you're doing everything drums too or? well he will program uh, the drums gotcha um so that's the majority of my stuff on Spotify. One of the songs I did with Paul Levitt in Baltimore, mm-hmm. who I worked with back in American Diary as well. Yeah. Um, and then another song I did, like the last song I did with David um, Favaza, who also is doing really good work. He's in uh, Hamden. Yeah. Um, and... Yeah, I really enjoyed working with him as well. I used to, he was in uh, one of my first bands called Life on High, and he's in a band now called Reindeer, but um, definitely a great person to work with. And so, hypothetically, so, if you can, you know, think back to when there were live shows. Well, I'm moving um, along. I'm, I'm, okay. Yeah. So, so, so now, like, we've kind of morphed into, like, me and her playing together, and when we went, when we got to Sam's, like, he kind of, like, 
was he he wanted to like extract i think like the the essence of like what you and i because like we worked really hard to like right yeah make it a cohesive thought with like cello and stuff um and so we left there without tracking um electric guitars and and but as an after like i had thought that we would track electrics we just we ran out of time kind of and well, so like i'm doing that now yeah and so there's like right now than i expected like even even myself like it's I, I think all when we got there yeah yeah i'll show you i'll show you like a track or two like whatever um but right now we're we're, we're doing shows just as me and lauren like yeah. acoustic and then when like this opens back up like I've been talking to a couple people, and like one of them is like actually like a worldwide tour, but I can't say anything about it yet. I guess. Well, you don't have a whole lot of information. Um, but like, I would see full band again with like drums and and like everything. So you have a potential tour maybe in the works, and you would basically put a band together for that. Yeah, and I already have people. I well, I. I I have, I have people loosely in mind, and probably not all of them know it. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Even better. Surprise. <laughs> you're going well, you're doing this. Yeah. Thing. <laughs> um, but absolutely, yeah, I see it. I see it as like a full band thing. Yeah. Um, right it's on. so weird not being able to play yeah. live. That is strange. Uh, there's definitely some under-the-radar things going on, but obviously yeah. small and, uh, you know unadvertised um going in a slightly different direction Mm -hmm. question for Lauren yes of the songs that have come out recently which one were you most stoked on so the one I was just talking about that like gave me the real feels um it didn't come out yet though oh it didn't oh it has I'm sorry does it have a name that you're allowed to say am I allowed to say yeah of course I was waiting for you. (laughs) (laughs) well you change names all the time um but it's it is waiting for you that is I mean, it does give me the feels, but, and again, like, hearing it all put together, like, it's yeah. just so beautiful. Um, so, speaking of put together, another general question I ask is, like, uh, is it sort of on the docket, sitting around, almost in the ether, being released, or is it more so, like, it still needs, like, certain tracks put on? Um, I mean, it is very much... I'm aiming for like January, okay, so like so it's basically done. It's been, yeah. Has been mastered. Ish. No, 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 oh, no, no. So, but like, but so, so like, actually, I I have to track. I'm tracking, because Mike and Sam are friends. Actually, the guy Mike Bridget that I mm-hmm. work with here, I'm doing one more day with him on Tuesday to just get some some extra guitars in and and then I'll send all the files to Sam that we did out here and he'll mix them together and then I'll probably I think January is realistic and I I don't know about like mastering because like I don't know I got a guy like Mike Fossenkemper in uh, New York City that I usually work with but like does don't people do like their own mastering these days or like did you get your stuff mastered or I sent it to a guy or rather my guy sent it to a guy it's a lot like some yeah. sort of drug deal I guess that's how everything works you know what's funny is I'm not even sure I believe in mastering to be purely honest but every producer or sound engineer 
person that I've worked with is like, you gotta at least get it mastered. And I'm like, yeah. if you say so. And, it, and to be honest, it does sound better. I think my argument is like, to me, in my limited ear, it sounds like you just turn the levels up on everything. Yeah, and man. So I literally sat I feel there like with this guy. I could do that. Yeah. But I still haven't reached the point where I can question it too much. Yeah. So I'm like, fine, another 50 bucks. I already spent whatever it is on the song. It's like, you know, have at it. Yeah. 50, I mean, like, I mean, there's a Lord Algae. Like, yeah. I mean, like, have you heard of Nathaniel Ratliff or Ratliff? Uh, the guy who sings like, uh, son of a bitch, give me a drink. Give me a drink. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Yes. Like, I relate to this. Yeah. Um, I've sent songs to allegedly that guy before, the the guy who masters Uh for him. So, um, his name's Walsh or something. Although I I tend to change it up because again, I'm not even sure that it's not just magic. Or snake oil <laughs> that they're selling me. Yeah. Well, I yeah, could just I send know. you the track back exactly yeah, as I, you had. I, I, I will say it, it, it always is louder. So it's like, fine. I'll give yeah. you that. But I'm not sure. It's I'm not sold on the art, art form of it. Because people swear it's an art form and people are good at mastering. And I consider this like esoteric snake oil thing that I don't that's really understand. Possibly. Well, I mean, well, I mean, that's it's funny that you say that about loudness because Sam actually worked used to work um i don't know if he's deceased or or or, um like retired but like um the guy that started what what's called the loudness wars in 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 hate ashbury it came from actually physical cds you wanted to eliminate the headroom in the cd you wanted your cd as a band or whoever as an artist to when that was put in it would sound a little bit louder and brighter Mm -hmm. than like uh comparable uh, artist or whatever. Well, this was so, back in like record days. Well, I guess, it, or sorry, maybe it was the same right. thing. Record like Joplin, like, exactly. Now I think it's mastering for iPhone wars, where you want to that sound is absolutely true, absolutely yeah. because like, his stuff through your iPhone. Yes, it punches, sense. dude. It punches through anything um, that you listen to. Absolutely. And on that subject, I do agree. Where it's like, all right, I I have like three tests for every song, the or three places I got to listen to. Yeah, I got to listen to it. In the car, I gotta listen to it in headphones, and then I gotta listen to it um, just through a phone speaker. Mm-hmm. And like, because that's how. There's mm-hmm. the three. Yeah, man. When the kids are playing beer pong or whatever, it's yeah, like they're dropping their phone in the red cup. And yeah, it better yeah. sound good out of that because otherwise yeah. they're not gonna listen to it. It's been interesting you know? just to like. There's certain times where you've sent me something, and I'm like. I cannot listen to this in my car. I can't listen to this in a certain situation. Well, or it sounds totally different, yeah, like on different things. Like, well, so I just many, think of the so times that you've I sent think, me like things, and I've listened to it straight from my iPhone, and you're like, "No, you got to listen on headphones." And I'm like, "Well, people are going to listen to it on their mm-hmm. phone." Right. Like, so the, uh, to me, the test is it has to sound good on all. Of them. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what yep. we do. That's what yeah. we do. Yeah. That's what. Um, I mean, that's that's one of his big things too. The other big thing that Sam does is like. You could, uh, he's like, you could take any single one of my tracks, and there's a lot of them <laughs> on, on recordings, yeah. any one of them, and like, just play it individually, and like, it, it would sound perfect on its own. Yeah, I think it um, does, man. It's got that polish or whatever you need. Yeah. So. Well, thanks, but, man. Uh, I mean, like, I haven't released anything that I've done with Sam yet. I was going to say, but, of, of the, un, or the already released stuff, like, I can answer that question. Like, the Days Go By is my favorite. 
Because it's about you. (laughs) I wasn't going to say that because it sounds conceited, but... (laughs) Well, we don't have to say that. All my songs are about her, though. Pretty much. Oh, thanks, babes. I think. (laughs) I'll probably feature that song on the episode because it's my favorite It's It's, yeah. I feel like I've got to pause this and play for Andrew so we know what the hell we're talking about. (laughs) But... We'll do it I was gonna break. say when you write songs about me, I just say they're about my cat. So. That's true. Well, that was the first. Yeah, yeah. It was the first one you wrote about me, and like the one definitively like you're, about me. I was like, you're like, uh, you, she got so nervous when uh, I was like, I'm probably you know, I'm probably gonna. What did I say? Like write songs about you, and you're like, oh, I, was oh, like, I hate that. I said I was like, don't tell me that. I was like, I don't ever want to know what your songs are about. And that's why when you told me Days Go By was about me, I was like, so. I remember going to the studio and I didn't know your lyrics yet, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is terrifying. Like, what is it? I, it was not... it that or the fact that it was the first thing you recorded cello on? Oh, I forgot I played cello on that. It's like two yeah. notes. But <laughs> there's a good Frank Turner lyric that's like, uh, Mother said, never hang out with boys in bands, and certainly don't let them write you songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I remember, like, when we first started dating, I said, I'll never ask oh, what your lyrics are about. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to know. Like, it's just like, I'm not like that no, Dave Matthews not. guy with an acoustic guitar in college, like, ooh, Jamie smiles. See, yeah. Like, yeah. I've been the reverse of that. Yeah, yeah. He writes songs that like people assume are about me, and then it gives us a bad rap. So I'm just like, well, people, people actually, well, I I get that too because like that's that's so funny because like I've had write ups like yeah, well, like yeah, because like Timberlake Rare is about like COVID and like yeah, another good song. Thanks, man. Thank you. But there was one write up that like totally interpreted as like. Or Miss Cacophony, we like, like they always interpret it yeah. that like I'm breaking up. With yeah, girlfriend. I was like, that's right. no. So, <laughs> in my heart of hearts, I'm like an old school romantic, maybe, but more so, I love like a good country breakup song. You know, you like Abbott Brothers, uh, Brothers Osborne. Do you like them? We saw them. We, wa- we yeah, we watched them at the Fillmore a couple years They're ago, so and it was bad. like ridiculous to watch how many strings that guy broke like i watch him play and he breaks strings like every show but that guy went through like six or seven guitars he's a phenomenal guitarist and they mix like funk with country in a way that like oh yeah i've Uh, never heard before porn st joe like I love you guitar playing. I'll give them a run for his money. But, uh, <laughs> They're drummer like, too. Like they yeah. just like yeah. fucking. But I just love a good breakup song, man. I, I just really do. Like even if it's not completely real or. I have to play way for you. It's not a breakup song, but like it'll give it. It could give some people those vibes. It's just it's yeah. interesting to me that like. Y- you can interpret it as like totally a romance because it's like waiting, like you can see it as waiting for you, like you're waiting for this person to show. But, but the like, bridge is, I know really I gotta like, get out of here. Right? Yeah. No, I know. Like I know I gotta be strong, <laughs> yeah. and I will carry on. Waking up, breaking down. Yeah. And I. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like he's, he sent me those lyrics as like a like yo like wake up like no that's not what it was like. <laughs> It was a well maybe it was definitely. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, good breakup song. Yeah, I just enjoy when you can actually feel that somebody put some like genuine intentionality behind yeah. what they're putting out, and it's they're not writing it to be on, like like kids bop or something. You know, yeah. like I know, man. <laughs> I I do get that. Like, there, it bothers me a lot of times when meet certain people that just like they're trying to make these songs and trying to like they're searching for something that they're trying to add to it and I'm just like you just need to live like just you're missing the part about like being a genuine human being right. <laughs> yeah, it's just because like experience. Experience. Mm-hmm. like how is an 18 year old ever gonna write a song that people are gonna resonate with and I know that there are kids who do it occasionally but generally speaking the rest of us mortals you know, we gotta get a little yeah. life experience under our belt before we can write anything worth it. Yeah, and there's something to be said for that too. I mean, because like you know, a lot of like punk rock culture, like which I grew up in, like yeah. is like that. Like it's it's about like you know angst and like fuck all these like things like yeah. holding us down or whatever. Like um, so, like that resonates with like youth. Yeah. yeah, and like I mean, still like I think. I don't know. I think punk rock is a way of being. Like, I think like oh, I country agree. artists can be. I think Zach Brown is like punk rock. Like I think Brothers ways. Osborne are punk rock. Like yeah, I mean my my. Favorite. He did that song with Chris Cornell, right? Yeah, Zach Zach Brown. Yeah, then, yeah. Mm-hmm. which yeah. was just like I'm hearing this on like '98 rock. Just yeah. like yeah. I mean, I grew up what? in the <laughs> punk rock scene as many of us do. But like my favorite band is still Mischief Brew from Philadelphia. And it may be a res, uh, reference that goes over, but whatever. I'm not. Uh, we, mischievous. we can talk talk about it maybe later after the podcast or something. But uh, there was a guy there who wrote very very good songs. Mm-hmm. That was cool because even after he died, or even before maybe before he died, I don't know. Was Ryan Dunn? Uh, no, the lead singer of Mischief Brew. Mischief Brew. Yeah. Uh, but we would go to punk rock shows, and it was funny or cool rather was that uh, there'd be, like, old people at the show. I don't mean, like, no, no, no. Brain I know what Walker, you're saying. Yeah. But, like, yeah. we were hanging out with a 60-year-old couple at the bar yeah. that, like, had a farm, mm-hmm. and we were drinking whiskey yeah. with them. And it was, so, it was probably... show, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. It was probably yeah, one of the most, you know, like... It, it was, was diverse. It was the most was punk like, show he ever took me to, mm-hmm. and I'm, like, walking in there, and I'm like... She's, like, scared. Well, I'm, like, terrified. Ironically, I walk in there with, like, my black jeans, my leather jacket, my piercings, my tattoos, and, like, he's like, you look like you fit in with everybody else here. And I'm like, I don't feel like I fit in with everybody else here. But it was so cool to just see how that band connected with so many different walks of life. Like, you had dog lovers, you had people who had farms, you had, like, just a whole... Gamut of people. But then you had the hardest core punk rock yeah. kids. Yeah, there. having a mosh pit oh, like right. no other. Yeah. <laughs> but then there's a couple drinking wine at the back of the bar. It doesn't matter who the yeah. fuck you are. Like it's just like being yeah. like good people, people together, together and yeah. like being there for each other. Right. Like yeah. and yeah, like community. not being a fake fucking like yeah. not being full of fucking shit. You know, like it's yeah. just right. like I don't know. I don't. Know. I appreciate well, yeah. it. Like it's kind of like you're saying. Like some people are into it for the. The spectacle of it all, maybe yeah. rather than it's like like the aesthetic. Like if you want to yeah. talk to straight like punk rock, like but it's like if you love like country, but if like you love rap, if you love rock, if you love punk, whatever, if you just own it. Right. It comes through. Yeah, 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 dude. So 
Limp Bizkit's making a comeback. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Limp People week. laugh about that, but I actually think they are. Hey, Limp Bizkit comes up every podcast. If you it like. is. Then yeah, it I, back. having listened to so many <laughs> podcasts in the background, like there's, it's weird. I don't even want to put these two name, two band names in like comparison. But Led Zeppelin and Limp Bizkit are like up there the with two. like the top two that That's get funny. mentioned, and I'm just like, wow. Yeah. Zeppelin does get. Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, like. Limp Bizkit has been getting talked about a lot. I mean, I'm yeah. used to Zeppelin because, like, my dad is, like, a, I mean, and I've been the box brought set up. sitting over there, oh, yeah. too. Where? Which one? Over there behind the, next to the FedEx box. There's a Zeppelin box sitting there somewhere. Yeah. The top shelf behind the hand uh, the sanitizer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, we were talking about that kind of off microphone that we grew up on Zeppelin. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, like, well. my entire life. Um... But like, oh uh, yeah, I mean like I'm. He's an old salty dog. <laughs> <laughs> no, I hate. I hate hearing their stories. Yeah, like the thing that like has recently turned me off about Zeppelin that still won't. Yeah. Like I mean, I still love Zeppelin. Is like probably what you already know. I'm gonna say right now, right? I mean like, they stole a lot of their music from bands that they toured with, and like yeah. I think the ugly secret and about they the tried music to play industry. Coy about it, <laughs> just like. No, we didn't steal that from you. Yeah, but like, there's a, there's like a specific example, like yeah. with Stairway, that is just like, oh yeah, oh, yeah. Shit. yeah I never heard the Stairway thing, but I also think Stairway Evan was just given too much credit. But here's the thing, with. I agree like, with you. It's just sort of like, I agree. They've I agree. done so many, so many dude songs. Dude, uh, I agree. And the talent, and like anybody, here's what I say. Anybody else that were, were would play the, you know these songs like would not do it in the same way, yeah, right? They didn't have the same soul, same feel. They were a studio band, like they, apparently my dad saw them like a bunch of times, and like mm-hmm. just, like they were never really right, great uh, live. Yeah. Eddie Van Halen, rest in peace. He, uh, he always said oh Jimmy Page god. was you know a god in the studio, but live played like he had a broken hand. <laughs> yeah, that was Eddie Van Halen well, talking. He, not yeah. me. <laughs> no, 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 no. I've seen some footage Eddie was of like, like Jim, Jimmy Page playing live, and you're like, hmm. no, man. He <laughs> <laughs> might be pretty solid. Maybe yeah. they just weren't, they may, or maybe they were in different dimensions. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> My feeling is that they truly embrace, if I'm being as positive as I can, performance. You know, in the purest sense. They're just there for the crowd, having fun, rocking out, whatever it was they're trying to do, communicate with aliens. I don't know. For sure. But you when they think, got in the studio, yeah. they were polished. Like, they were professional. So, I don't know. And, and Jimmy Page was 29, and Robert Plant was 17. Anyway, we took a break at this point in the episode. It's going to be really interesting. Well, we flew no. to LAX, and it was... Like, I've flown in there, like, many times, and, like, oh, it was... Dead. You find yes. all of these, like big cities where people had high cost of living areas where people were flocking to like once COVID hit like now everybody's working remotely what is the reason for living that close? Yeah exactly. There's no reason you can live we have people where I work that like I appreciate that I'm gonna check that out live in New York just as artists while we're on book recommendations I consider that like the artist bible um, I want to like own this. <laughs> yeah, you should. It's only forty bucks. Symbols. It's forty bucks, and it it's great, man. Whenever and I go lyrics. around the house 
to like put things back in their places. This book is always out. And yeah. if it's not, I'm usually the one pulling it out. Like yeah. I've had some random dream and he's not here to pull it out already. Do you do the thing where like you open it and like whatever page you open it to is like the right one? You know what's crazy? Sometimes I do that for fun, but I also I worked with a person. See those strings? Uh, you can yeah, pull them out of the bottom. That's pull. like the yeah. you put them on the right page. I worked with a person, him and his wife, their thing was every year they would just spin the globe and set their finger down and wherever it landed, that's where they're, they that's were traveling to. And they would not only just like, they didn't just travel there for like a week. They would spend like a couple months there. That's awesome. And he was just like, that's really awesome. Whoa. But I recommend that book for any artist because it really gets into the nitty gritty. Waterfalls of, of symbols. <laughs> He's so funny. I actually like. He loves this stuff. Like you like it. Because yeah. <clears throat> it's like all these different cultures and like. It's so much fun. Like, like if you don't, if you're lucky enough I'm, to get up in the I'm morning and you don't have something to do, stuff, like, you can just you know kind of. When do you ever wake up in the morning? <laughs> and when you wake up in the afternoon, and you don't have anything. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> artist life. Yeah, what artist gets up in the morning? Oh, yeah. I, I personally needed to hear that, though. I'm glad to hear that. Three days later, talking under my breath, like, will he ever wake up? This Must be nice. <laughs> This is fucking cool. No, my mom was over tonight. She's watching her daughter right now. And she was like... She's not. She left, by the way. Uh, that's not good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We're going on two hours. So. Are her being alone? Yeah. Nah. Uh, We're good. We're good. If She's you fine. guys have a time she frame. She sleeps through the night. But she sleeps through the night. She's she was fine. like, Ben, you're fucking YouTube. You never slept when you were... I know. She was telling this baby story for Ben. Like, oh, that's awesome. Let's get this on the oh, podcast. Yeah. All right. Baby stories. Let's go. Yeah. Ben's mom was over tonight and told this baby story about even as like an infant. I was like, Mom, you definitely <laughs> you definitely rub whiskey on my gums. No, well, like she was adamant it. against that. But so that, for I, I didn't mind. And here we took our final break. So, just uh, either or questions. All right. They usually go pretty quick until we find something we can argue about. Um, but we'll see how she goes. Uh, we'll start off with the easiest question. Beer or weed? Beer. Weed. <laughs> Beer. Right. I didn't realize I was answering these. Everyone's invited. Uh, <laughs> Jameson Jack. 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 Makers? I go Jack. I Jack. Alright, Xbox, PlayStation. Xbox. PlayStation. I grew up with a PlayStation. Yeah. Nintendo Switch? Can I change my That's answer? what we did. I, I mean, That's we fuck on the Switch. <laughs> I got you. I got you. And the crossing for the win. Hell is it? Yeah. Yes. Smash Bros. We play Smash Bros. every night. <laughs> I'm going to get better questions. I can go Nintendo maybe in the, in the mm. future. Um, it would be more fair. Super Nintendo, yeah. Like, so I'll fix that one. No, but PlayStation, uh, yeah, back in the day, it would have oh, been. So like, I have an original PlayStation in other yeah. room. Dang. 
going to figure out how to hook it up. Start playing <laughs> Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> it, plays, it plays like the, the, the CDs. Uh. I know. <laughs> Alright, uh, next question. Taco Bell or McDonald's? Fucking McDonald's the breakfast set. Oh yeah, yeah McDonald's breakfast. Like, Ta- have you ever it's like two it? entities? <laughs> have you, but, but if we're talking you, about late night, that is true. Hold on Taco a second. Bell. Have you I, had Taco Bell breakfast? Yes, I have. Yes, McDonald's and it's Taco actually Bell. good now because they're they're crunch wrap. Um, yeah. What's it called? Like the. What is it called? The crunch wrap. Because Johnny is so funny. Yeah, you're, my friend you're, Johnny. Her best friend's boyfriend used to Husband. work next to me at a job that I hated oh, yeah. years before we ever met. And he always used to go to Taco Bell and get breakfast and be like, yeah. anybody want a quesarita? That's what it is, right? You know, so yeah. I think the the leg up Taco Bell had for a while that McDonald's picked up on was that Taco Bell served breakfast for an extra hour after McDonald's That did. is true. Now that McDonald's sells like breakfast all day. COVID, day though, and it's yeah. been killing me. Yeah. Now the McDonald's <laughs> serves breakfast pretty much all day. It's yeah. okay, but it's I also McDonald's. Talk about the movie, so. Oh, I'm I'm fucking I'll fuck on Taco Bell. <laughs> so looking around the room, I could probably know the answer to this one, but iPhone or Android? iPhone. iPhone. Yeah. Funny story I wish though, it was I wasn't Android. iPhone. <laughs> I'm getting they sick don't call of it. I'm getting I sick Andrea of it for nothing. So. Yeah. That's true. Dogs or cats. Both? Dogs. That's so hard. Both. Yeah, I mean, I'm like, gonna dogs. Go with dogs. I, I would have both. to lean dog, but like, like, I was always a dog person, and then I got Kit Kat, and I can't I be unfaithful. Kat. to I'm her. dogs. All right, I have dogs, this. but cats are easier to take care of, for so. sure. Or I like dogs, but cats are easier to take care of. Uh, so normally, this is like a binary question of like, you know, uh, Budweiser or Cord or something. But <laughs> I've kind of gotten tired of that. So favorite light beer? Budweiser. Light beer. Um, light beer? Yeah. Like your standard light Thank beer, you. what's your what's your go to? Oh, I would say Yingling. Yingling's mine. Yingling. Yeah. yeah. Yangers. Oh, the old Bush. Bush Light? We have a Bush new light. allegiance to Bush Light because of the Bush guy. <laughs> yeah. But uh I always you betcha, go, yeah. I always go Narragansett. I mean Taos uh, used to do Natty Light. Yeah. I do love a Narragansett. Yeah, it's a great beer. And Burnett. No. Come on, Colin. All right, so uh, black coffee or... Black. Black. <laughs> I don't drink coffee, but when I did, it was black. So I can only really enjoy cold black coffee. But I, no, I can fuck with that. Yeah, I generally do that. This, this question was really a BC before COVID question, but I, I still keep it going. Um, online shopping or shopping in the store? Online. Store. I um, hate going into a store. I would say it depends I, yeah, on what it's for, say, and it yeah. depends on... Like, if, yeah. I'm, if I'm feeling good, I like to go peruse yeah. like if, yeah. I, if I got a couple like if if we go like out for drinks and then like we oh, yeah. stop in somewhere then I'm like oh yeah, yeah like they're like gander yeah. about yeah. you know yeah other than I, that I, then fucking online although I am loving it lately though Brett likes yeah. to She's say I'm dying. an inside person if I never had to step outside this house <laughs> ever again I would be okay that's in our nature I just had my well I would like to go out and like walk in the grass and the woods and stuff. But <laughs> just, like if I never had it. to deal with other people other than online, okay. But people are seen, also jerks online, so I'm sure. I, I, they're bigger jerks online than they are in person. Right. Yeah. 
Which is why I don't deal with... I, I'm selective about my community. Right on. All right. No. <laughs> no. 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 Right, next question. Uh, pancakes or waffles? Uh, waffles? Pancakes. Neither. Oh, waffles. <laughs> <laughs> I like I've never Neither. heard anyone say don't. Well, it doesn't <laughs> matter as long as you get butter on it. It's just like. But the waffles uh, hold the syrup, which is the best. I like any of it. I mean, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. I, I agree with both. It's yeah. I mean, like. What, you said pancakes. Bad. I said pancakes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I make a mean pancake. I know. Mm. You like pancakes. Oh, yeah. Brett, I have a story about Brett making pancakes or pancake. We're not going to get into that right now. All right. We're going to get Pan. to the real deal here. This is a, I'm going to get you to a tough question here. Either. Prepare yourselves. This is going to be real. All right, all right. It's going to be uh, ocean or mountains. Oh, shit. Ocean. That's a hard one. Ocean. I know. 100%. I almost always go ocean, too, but I think that it's a scale or a spectrum. I yeah. do need some mountains sometimes. Can what I, about Barcelona? I just want both. Where I, I can like, I, that's mountains, where I'm going. I'm going to go ocean. Oh yeah, that's Barcelona. Mountains yeah. on I mean, the ocean. I want the ocean because of our trip to Monterey. I like I it here. Like, I've I seen most like, states, and like we don't have it that bad at all. I like like actually, when, that's why I'm just going to call Maryland. Maryland is like one of the We do. We do. Like. People bitch about it here, but like, it's actually one of the best. American actually, in our in our life, in my lifetime, I've seen it change from people bitching about it to like people having Maryland pride, and that makes me really happy because like. I love Maryland. Oh, cheers to that. Cheers Hell to yeah. Maryland pride. <laughs> um, I will say, at times, I've, I've been to California once or twice, and it's kind of cool that you can. You go to the ocean and the mountains things. in the same day. Yeah, that, that yeah is it pretty is. Cool. It's different. I, we can do I, that, I that too. My it's mom just told me this. But it's different. It is different. Yeah. Skiing and then go down to the beach. And, I was like, and, yeah. and you could do that here too. You, you technically, technically, can, technically but yes. it's not quite <laughs> the same. Uh, yeah. No. Um, but anyway, going back to the yeah. questions, I will say, ahead. I'll add the caveat you can always say both or. Like, Whatever. I'm just gonna say Maryland. So, <laughs> Maryland, every question. Merlin. Just, All right. Just, Merlin. Merlin. Just, All right. This next one's gonna be tough to say Merlin because it's gonna be Merlin. Brad Pitt or George Clooney. Maryland. Brad Pitt is George Clooney. George Clooney has aged much better. Than but Brad I will Pitt. say, you know, uh, I agree. I with dig. You, I dig the fact that he, George Clooney said he wouldn't do any more blockbusters after that. I have to say George Clooney just Batman. Yeah, for that reason alone. Because. Brad Pitt's age. I just feel like Fun no fact, offense to him. She like never saw still, Fight Club before. Me. I've never so seen true. Fight Club. I'm such like a movie. I'm a big movie person, and I had never seen Fight Club until uh, we started dating. Uh, I am a big movie need person to watch too, and I've still never <laughs> seen Fight Club. Do you know? Do you know this? Do you know the the plot? Yeah, I'm a big book person. You like Chuck Connors? I will say that Fight Club is the only movie that is by far better than the book. Yeah, most uh, of his yeah. movies. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, with I you. think Chuck Palenic is a brilliant writer, and yeah. I love his books. I agree. Choke but most of the time, the book is better than the movie. Yeah, I will. Say, I, agree. I agree with that. Fight Club was because Ed Norton. That movie was so much better. Meatloaf. Like that book was not good compared to. Yeah. She was expecting it to suck, and I was like, Yeah, uh-huh, I was like, This, uh-huh, this uh-huh, is uh-huh, not uh-huh. living up to the hype. Yeah, and like, watch it. And it was the director, David Fincher. There. I love David Fincher. He's my favorite yeah. director. Yeah. Yeah, I know some people who work with him. He's still lost. They say so he's a, yeah. a very good director. Yeah. 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 So anyway, 
Uh, Taylor or Gaga? Gaga. 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 Fuck. You're going to go Taylor, right? Oh, I'm, Taylor I actually, lately. I, I would lean Taylor. Uh, fuck. You know what? Ga- I'm going to say actually Gaga, but like, How about this? I have no problem with Taylor at well, all. I was going to go on the record and say that. First, but... How about this? How about this? Um, you know, you have Gaga and Taylor, but Taylor as a writer, Taylor as a singer. Gaga is right. I think Gaga you need to do like early Taylor, yeah. later Ga- like early just, or later. Um, I would go. Who would I like to work with the most right now? Taylor would be Gaga. right now. I would. Yeah. Say, I would agree with that. I would say Gaga because like she would be. I feel like she's so like uh, like I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I I just feel like right now like, so good though. like somehow Gaga I just feel like they're both good. I'm just impressed. Like, have you? Do you guys have? She Disney worked with Bon Iver on. Uh, I know. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, I've, I've now like, spoken about this I'm with like, like multiple yeah, people that, that she does not want to watch the Taylor Swift okay. documentary oh, that, that I wanted to watch. So wrong. <laughs> no, because <laughs> no. it was like, can we watch it? Apparently, none of them had ever like they wrote every part of it separate and then like got together for that particular time when they were in the studio to just record it and it was kind of in the same vein like it it brought me chills because like the same place he likes to record or do everything in the middle of nowhere she was in the middle of nowhere admittedly like handsome much nicer studio but not that much nicer felix is working on the toilets they, <laughs> but no, you're you're making it seem awful. She did have he had her studio did have some string lights strung up outside with some patio chairs and a window looking outside, but like still Felix still has the pond. He still oh, has yeah, the forest, the big there. bonfire outside. Like it's all about the patina. Like yeah. I, it was really cool to watch that and like. I kind of had perspective on it, you know. I kind of had this like idea about Taylor Swift for a while. Like it really bothered me that mm-hmm. like she was from Pennsylvania and her parents but she her sold the, that sold her. They this, bought her. Into they it. bought yeah. her this image, the big and that like mm-hmm. spoiled my but she, image. But she would have failed. She would have failed if she sucked. But like, I, she like, I mean, she suck. wasn't good live. Yeah. But Back they the they day. sold her. But as she this wrote co- this song. She's a songwriter. She's yeah. a songwriter. She is. She's but they gem, sold dude. her as this like yeah. country singer. Like maybe she's and, she's from that, and I'm glad. Like it took me a while to get onto the other side of that. Like okay, I like Taylor I for I, being I, Taylor. I appreciate it. I think about Taylor. She's never not seemed like a puppy. I thought she seemed like a a, yes. You know what I mean. Like when she She seemed like a puppy, like a well-trained puppy when she was being bought and sold. How can you be upset? Well, to be fair, that same (laughs) argument I had about Gaga too. Like I did not like her. Like I didn't start liking her until the Joanne album, and then I was like, oh shit, I kind of like her. I kind of saw her. I kind of saw her as this person who understood that she had to play and taylor did too they had to play yeah. this message yep. of like in order to get on the radio into mainstream to radio we have, have to play to this. this certain yes. way yes and then once we do we've got the airwaves to yeah. say what we yeah. want yeah and because i give the them credit energy, that's called people that are non-creative right making creative decisions i give them credit for yeah. the fact that they were able to notice that 
and make that for what it was. Thank you for doing that. Because, like, she, you know, actually, I think she does care about songwriting. And oh, like, yeah. That's why she worked with Bonavir on, like, several songs oh, on this new album. Like, great. No, that, uh, that's a great song. She did, she did a bunch of songs with him. Yeah. All right. Uh, we had a discussion about Beatles and Zeppelin. And so it sort of goes into this, like, uh, matrix of Beatles-Zeppelin questions. Beatles. Where... <laughs> Starts off. Let's do it. Beatles, Zepp. Beatles, even though it brought up Zeppelin, the Beatles wrote. They they didn't create it, but like they were the first band to like commercialize like amazing songwriting, and then like do their ten thousand hours in um, Hamburg, yeah. and then nobody in this fucking world, Led Zeppelin included, will ever know what they experienced. The Beatles. Fair enough. I'll go Zeppelin just to counter that. Yeah. Next. I'm what, gonna, why are you looking at me? I, I will, I will counter this. I will counter this because I 100% agree with everything you said about the Beatles. But I grew up listening to Zeppelin first and then the Beatles. So I'm going like, to have to go with Zeppelin. Yeah, I just like Zeppelin better. I, did, I like Zeppelin better. I'm going to go Beatles. I'm going to go Beatles. I like Zeppelin so, better, but when I think about songwriting, that's what I'm saying. Let's try to keep. We'll, let's try to keep it rapid fire. So, moving on to Beatles, Zepp. We're going Zepp Floyd. Zeppelin. Zeppelin. Floyd. Oh, Floyd. That's not, not, you don't change your answer depending on anybody no, else's well, well, No, she I didn't. didn't. <laughs> she said Floyd, I and just, I said Zeppelin. I was like, oh, everybody around me is doing Zeppelin. <laughs> The question was just Zep. These are hard. They, they no, but they, they're going to change. So he's like, "That's the whole point." <laughs> yeah. All right, let's do it. What's your answer, though, Brad? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Zeppelin or Floyd? Zep. All right. But the I'm next question right. is Floyd Beatles. Wait, Floyd. Floyd. I'm still going to go Floyd. Beatles. Floyd. Interesting. All right. I'm sassing the Beatles a little bit. That's kinda, like, you're not I feeling love, the Beatles. Story. I love sassing the Beatles a little bit. That's a weird, that. interesting thing, though, because I said Zeppelin. Yeah, and it's not Zeppelin, that. And then I went to Beatles after Floyd. I, I really do like. What's Floyd, the band that so. copies Zeppelin calls? What do they call it again? The modern one? Yeah. That ever, oh, I know who you're talking about. Because there's not a version yeah. of that with Floyd. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, there's a modern band that everyone says is like the modern Zeppelin. I think it's like Foot. The modern Zeppelin. No, or, uh, it's um. Foot? No, not the modern Floyd. The modern Zeppelin is. Uh, Somebody's gonna be like kids. commenting in the yeah. show notes or whatever. And they are. Just like, they we know are. you guys are jerks. All right, I'm sorry. You guys are idiots. Idiots when it comes to modern music, I know. Anyway, uh, we'll wrap this up here with the rapid fire. Uh, what's your favorite sport? Uh, to play or to watch? Yeah, Anything. Baseball, oh, watch, hockey. volleyball, play. All right, that's a good answer. <laughs> you said hockey. I'll agree with hockey. What you got? Football? Hockey, football, yeah. To watch hockey or football, to play tennis. Right. Oh, fuck. There you go. Tennis is good. Good one. Alright, so I just need uh, parting words for this damn podcast from uh, Ben DeHaan. Like, words to live by. Like uh, Words to live by are just, like, stop bullshitting. Just do what is important to you. And 
do your best at it. Long words to live by. What he said. (laughs) (laughs) Andrea? Start wine having. No. Cut that out. If you don't know what uh, wine having is. Stands for you need a budget. There you go. Great uh, I always say the greatest conspiracy theory ever is um, believe in yourself. <laughs> so, I like that. I like that. So, yeah, I want to thank Ben and Lauren for coming over and hanging out. The song you're hearing in the background is called Days Go By. Other than that, uh, thanks again for listening. <laughs>